This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. All right, Patrick Roycey, what do you got for us? (laughs) I don't know what I got for you. I'd like to break down the baseball team, but they're beyond my wildest imagination. uh, But you know what? If you get great pitching, you can beat anybody. Yes. You know, and if you get loud, you get bad pitching, you can lose to anybody. But it is interesting that they are, uh, in the last two and a half weeks, one and six in the division and seven and two out of the division. Mm-hmm. They swept Arizona, <laughs> who's good. They won uh, two out of three against uh, who? They beat two out of th- they, they Well, they beat Phillies two out of three. And who else they beat two out of three in this in this period? Uh, oh somebody, uh, yeah, Arizona, they swept. Yes. Two out of Seattle. They beat Seattle two out of three. I don't know. I think they lost two out of three. I don't know. But the, the last two and a half weeks, they they got swept by Kansas City and they went one and three against Detroit. Looked awful. Uh-huh. And then uh, Pablo, I got to say, Pablo is pretty good. I'm ready to declare this a good trade for both teams. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, Louie has got 57 RBIs and won two straight games for them against the Yankees in front of 30-some thousand people in Miami twice. So they're not complaining either, right? They they won two of three against the Cardinals. Cardinals, Came home and and swept Arizona. Then lost three or four at at (laughs) Detroit, and then took two or three from Philadelphia. And before St. Louis, they got swept by Kansas City. Yes, Yes. I I give up. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm not. I do do it. Breaking it down, I do believe, and I haven't, it might be out there already, but uh, they're going to, they got two games this week, but they got off day Monday, off day Thursday, and then they got the weekend. 
I think they're going to activate Royce Lewis, but they're going to get rid of a pitcher for about four or five days, don't you think? And yeah. so they can keep that loop law around and see if yeah. some see who gets hurt. You know, because somebody will. There's no sense in panicking about having too many players. So uh, I got a hunch. Do you think maybe Buxton won't be activated until uh, September first? When they, and if somebody doesn't get hurt, if they don't lose until they get the rosters get expanded, and they're just give him five weeks off to see if he can get healthy, healthier. Well, and I also think that, that there's a good chance that they are going to probably send him to St. Paul for a rehab assignment. Yeah, to try and get out longer because that actually makes some sense. Yeah. Like I, I. Yeah, the send him down thing you can't do, but I could see trying well, to get yeah, him back to St. Paul. Well, yeah, they could. I don't know if St. Paul's home like the last week in August or something. Yeah, but they could send him over there for three, four days. It would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. What they usually do when they send him over there is, if you're a a player with a reputation, they only they, you take two at bats and then you get in a cab. You don't stay till the no. end of the game or anything. That's what that's what they did with Sano last year when they went over there. But it, was Buxton there last year too? He might have been I there. Think he, yes, yeah, he might have been there. I'm pretty sure he was last year. Yep. But they shut him down last year, about the middle of August, right about now. When he get shut down, mm-hmm. he was on the DL. He came mm-hmm. back, and then they shut him down about the middle of August. Uh, what's with the way Cray has been being used lately? Are we uh, did, are we get a little flare up of the arch or something? I mean, he didn't play yesterday, yes. and they said schedule day off, but they've they've been pulling him. In if they're up the other day it was the, the other day it wasn't a, I mean it wasn't a slaughter that you uh, you know you, you're playing. they pulled them Friday and Saturday right Saturday they pulled them they're getting blown out on Friday yeah yeah but Saturday you're up three zero you know you're only up three zero and yeah. you take him out and put Farmer in that's a downgrade right there so they're uh, they're intriguing I'll say that they're intriguing <laughs> they're maddening. <laughs> They are mad. If, if they make, and I don't think that they will, but if they make any type of little playoff run, the last local team I can think of that was this perplexing, the 91 North Stars. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that oh, was yeah. a bad team. That was a team. That this was, is not, you that know. Was, that was miraculous. Yes, it was. Yes. This would not be miraculous yes. if they win a series. But it's still. It, with with good pitching and three home games, they could win a first-round series, right? Yes. But it's still pretty damn inexplicable that you can yes. be this up and down. I did, however, look at the wild card standings uh, last night, late, just for giggles. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Twins obviously aren't in the wild card standings, but the last five teams are Cleveland, Kansas City, Detroit, Chicago, and then Oakland. <laughs> so we got we got four of the five last 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 of the in the bottom third of the league. We got four out of the five. It's unbelievable. How do you get swept by the Royals? I don't know. How do you lose three or four to Detroit? <laughs> I just I don't understand. Be already won the season series, right? Yeah, Detroit. Yeah, yeah, because there's two games here this week. Yeah, well, that's all I got left. I'm sure we're hoping for a split. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, uh, Pablo was good the other night, the yes. other day, though. I watched quite a bit of that. Sonny starts off, didn't he load the bases right off the bat or pretty well? He had a couple of base runners early. I was in Vikings practice. He looks like, like he was doing inning. his screwing around, but then yes. all after that, he was good. My game one guy is Pablo, by the way. No. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, he's he's number one. He's the game Sonny's one. Sonny's pitching and, game two. Yeah, Sonny game two. But, uh, and 
I would have. I still say over three, but uh, you know, if my Ada keeps pitching great, they'll go that way. The other, uh, you know, the other thing is uh, uh, Ryan will be back too. I, I think this is good for him, don't you? Yes, taking two weeks off. I'm curious which which version comes back. If we get the version that before he he had the injury that that he had, yeah. I would pitch him game three. I don't buy the injury, by the way, but well, I think it a little. A little annoying. It was annoying yeah. him some. But he's he's the kind of kid. I mean, I don't know him. I've just been in little interviews with him. But he's the kind of that fiery competitor type that was, wasn't going to go in there and whine about something minor. So, yeah, you know. And uh, But he would be my game three guy if, if you could yeah. prove that, that he was the guy that he if was. The, if the life was back in his earlier arm. Earlier in the season. If the life was back in his arm. I would say one thing that screwed him up, though. Was scouting reports okay? Fastball up here, don't chase it. You know that's where he gets yeah. all his. He gets all he, he fastball up is how yeah. he got all of his outs. And now, now they were they were either sitting on the fastball up and hitting it out of the park, yeah. or taking it for a ball. So, I mean, that is the big difference, probably in thirty years ago. I mean, there I don't know when when you could. You could pitch the same way all season <laughs> if you had, even if you were okay, just okay. But uh, now they're uh, they do uh, they do tell you they, what they do is tell you what pitch is not to swing at. We don't always follow that advice. <laughs> I'd say the one heartbreak of the weekend though was Joey going four for four and hitting two home runs. We got him, baby. He ain't going nowhere. I compared him on our twin show to a bad drug trip. <laughs> Because you're up, you're down, you're like, like what the hell is it? What, What's his story? Uh, yeah, I don't know where that came from. Yeah. And is it going to, and they were so excited about it, they didn't play him the next yeah. day. <laughs> Save it. I tell you, it reinforced the fact that uh, uh, Phil Miller, when he's got a little time, is one of the best game story lead writers oh, of, got the, of all time. The lead he, on got, Sunday? he got the Vesuvius thing in there and compared Philadelphia to Fantas- Pompeii. Fantastic. It, was great. it was great. I mean, most of us, you know, yeah. come up, oh, come God, up no. with one little one-liner. He's he's had uh, some uh, really good leads this year. I think the quick games have helped him. Yes. You know, it helped everybody. But uh, His mind works in a way that most modern-day sports no, writers' no. minds <laughs> do not work. No, no. Uh, they they would have... We would have probably gotten some uh, analytical uh, yes. a lead on uh, the Joey hitting the home run. The difficult thing is if you try that and you're not good, it, oh, yeah. it can be it's a hack lead. Yes. Oh, God. It but he's be. actually good at it. Yeah, he had one. I can't remember what it was this year, but a full-blown chuckle. He had one. I can't remember what it was. About oh, yeah, it was a home game. Oh, yeah. I what, think it was a home game. Was, I can't remember what totally it was. It. It, was loud. it was funnier now. But uh, he, uh, you know... I've only been doing this for 50 years, but I, I've always worried more about the ending than the beginning, you know? Yeah. So, uh, cause it allows you to be quicker. Yeah. You know, if you, yes. if you sit there and wait for some inspiration, you don't, I'll never forget the time in, uh, Mary Schmidt, great gal, but she was covering the Vikings, you know, for the St. Paul paper. Yeah. And when they lost to, I wasn't in Chicago. I wasn't in New York for the uh, when Randall Cunningham when they pulled out the miracle victory. So it had to be the one before that. 
when they lost out there. McMahon played quarterback, and they mm-hmm. lost out there. And there was like this is when we traveled together, seven people in a car, you know, three from St. Paul and four from Minneapolis. And I, I was in Minneapolis by then, but Powers was her columnist, and Mary couldn't pull the trigger. Oh, she no. was, you know, it's. It, I mean, I've had it. I've had it happen to me once at a Super Bowl in Detroit. Oh yeah, I had it happen. That's the only time it happened, really. That it was bad. Yep. And Mary couldn't pull the trigger, and finally Powers sat out and t- bought, wrote her a two graph lead, and then she got going. So, yep. and it's it is funny to see though. You know the famous Barry Lord story. I've told this before from San Diego. Barry was a great writer, but he was at the Post for a while too but the slowest human being that ever lived <laughs> slowest. And the, they were playing, the Chargers were playing in Baltimore and Jerry McGee was their beat writer, right? Jerry, I think he's probably in the hall of whatever hall of fame they have. Right. And Jerry wrote his gamer, his notebook, his sidebar column, got on a plane Flew to San Diego. Flew to San Diego. This is a game that ended Pacific Coast time at one on the afternoon. Yep. And uh, and they he called him from the airport. They said, "When's Lord's going to send his column?" Oh no! <laughs> it was like ten hours, nine hours. Oh no! God Almighty! I'd kill myself if it had, if it was that hard to if it was that. That's hard like to when write. you and the late great Don Banks, da, yeah, yeah, first Don worked Banks. together in yeah, Atlanta. Banks. Yeah, I called the Barrero. I was the columnist the first game, right? Yeah. But I think he just started. And we They opened in Atlanta, and we had the same rent a car and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, I called up Barrero, and I said, hey, if you go on a road with this guy, get your own car. I said, I've written three things. He's still sitting there. Fight. I don't know if we're ever going to get I'm saying it loud enough for him to hear it, too, so. He was uh, Don would uh, Don would suffer anyway. Yeah, I don't know what to say about him, but it does appear that they really can't. They they got if they with this pitching they got to win half, right? Yeah, and, and they got to win half unless somebody breaks down. Cleveland's hopeless too. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they yeah. they were uh, up <laughs> well, by two on Saturday. Yeah. Class A came in. Well, they class, blew it. Class A is not unhittable. That, yeah, that's her. He's got eight or nine blown saves. Yeah, now. he does, and he. Uh, now the last, I saw him blow one when the third baseman threw two balls away, but uh, but yeah, he just not over. I mean, he was unhittable last year. Yes, and he's he's not throwing quite as hard, but his breaking ball isn't as good. And the other thing is his control isn't as good. Plus, who's this guy? They got another kid pitcher though, BB the other day. Yeah. He went to two hitter or something like that. They so. can they can find starting pitching, man. But the lineup they're throwing out there is worse than ours on the worse than the Twins on their worst oh. day. Although they line up the twin sent out there Friday night. That Did you was, like that? That was bad. That was a bad collection right there. You you know, you looked at that and said, oh, wow, wow, this is it? Mm-hmm. Anyway, it'll be, you know, well, they're home 12 out of 14 now, right? Yeah. And my question is, who's coming back now? And who can, to, to your point, more importantly, who can stay healthy? So Saturday night, are the twins playing a night game too Saturday or is that a day game? Because the uh, Vikings are home at night, right? Yes. Yeah. So the uh, Titans. Let me see here. I don't, I don't know. know. They, they're playing mostly night games at this time of year, but maybe they. Uh, uh, Saturday is um, 6-10. Yeah. Oh, wow. Both sides of town will have some people yep. in it. Yes. 
Yep, we've got uh, the the Vikings and Titans at seven, the Twins and Pirates at six ten. Wow, that's uh, the the uh, there's a nondescript collection. The ramp, the ramp in town, uh, the ramp in town will uh, finally make some money, huh? Yes. The ramps in town. Wow, Pat, I heard uh, over the weekend Ed Sheeran yes played U.S. Bank yes, and our uh, friend down the hall Steve Patterson at my talk waited. In the parking garage, I believe that's right next to U.S. Bank, that that yep. big one. He did not move for an hour and fifteen minutes mm-hmm. at uh, mm-hmm. when they left the when they left the concert at eleven p.m. Wow, hour and fifteen minutes. His car did not move from yep. just to see Ed. Huh? Well, that's you know St. Thomas is going to build a hockey arena and a basketball arena. You know, over there five thousand is yeah. all. But they you know if their hockey's good, they'll be close to fall. And if they had a good opponent in basketball, they'll be close to fall. And they're talking about building a ramp there. You know how long it's if you if you got four thousand people in a ramp there and they got they got six hundred cars, it'll take you two days. Where do you park now? You can't. I was gonna say the, the last time I checked, there's no parking no, around. No, that it's it's, campus. it's 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 brutal. And they they wanted to build the hockey arena, this thing over at the uh, old Ford plant site. Yeah. But the uh, the the potential neighbors and developers raise hell so they're going to build baseball and softball over there where they don't draw any people you know they're draw <laughs> two three hundred people because the people didn't want traffic you know yeah. when they uh when there were games being played there's so, nowhere to park uh, no no it's impossible it's neighborhood parking i went to gene mcgivern's uh, they have a little retirement thing for him gene's yeah. been there 29 years and the most interesting thing they said about you know out on Cretan. You can park for uh, till four o'clock. You can park till four o'clock, but there's only like it's twenty five spots maybe, and mm-hmm. you can only park uh, two hours or three hours. I think you can park. You can only be there three hours, and you got to move your car. And I think it's the, the. I don't know if they chalk the tires or now they probably don't have to chalk the tires. They probably you know laser them Zap or something. Them. Yep. Zap them or something. They claim. Gene's co-workers claim he never pay. They don't get free parking, you know, because it's it's unless you're really high up and the you don't get free parking over. They claim Gene never paid for parking in 29 years. He did all of a sudden Gene would be gone and he'd be moving, moving his, his car. car? Oh yeah. my god, I'd and go he'd crazy. move it like and you you'd have to move it like 20 feet, you know. But if there was no other spot, then I don't I don't know where the hell he'd go. But uh, they said uh, 29 years, he never moved it. And then I think at, later at after 6 o'clock, it's, there's a lot more open spots. But I don't know. That was the uh, one of the thrills of my life when I went to the U and was driving was you go to class. And then they used to have two hours, but they always chalked the thing. And up on River Road, you could park up on River Road, which yeah. was different back then. Go to class. Haul your rear end up, wipe the chalk off, <laughs> go back to the next class. And if you didn't get there in time to wipe that chalk off, you had a ticket, which was like eight bucks, which back then was like oh, 300, you know. Yep. So that was, that was the parking. I bet as much as I tried to avoid them, I must have gotten 50 parking tickets there. It's, Did uh, you pay them all? Yeah, I, I, you, got, you had to. They'd get you, you know, and then it'd be 20 bucks. You didn't have any money, you know, didn't have any money. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is Ricey for the Canopy Group. For the past 163 years and even more, Minnesotans have been enjoying all this great state has to offer. From Niagara Cave to the Lake of the Woods, outdoor adventures abound. It's great we can experience a state so rich in landmarks, landscapes, art, and adventure. With so many adventure options, it got us thinking, why are so many Minnesotans limiting their home and auto insurance options? Today, 80% of Minnesotans have their insurance with just one agent who has only one company to deal with. You have no options. At the Canopy Group, we offer you more than 16 companies for your home and auto insurance and 30 professionals to deal with. As your needs change, we have options that continue to provide you with the best coverage for the best price. You wouldn't want to fish in only one of Minnesota's 10,000 lakes, and we don't want you to be stuck with only one insurance company. Visit thecanopygroup.com or call 800-967-3389 and get the best insurance options available today. Anyway, the uh, Twins, interesting. You're going to be there tomorrow night or you got Viking duty? I might be there tomorrow. I think the, so the Vikings are off tomorrow because we got the joint practices against the oh, Titans on Wednesday okay. and Thursday. Oh, well, you got to be there. What, what now, time of day? Oh, you're not, you're not, are you, can you For the joint him? practices? Yeah. You, you oh, yeah, yeah. Him. 11.45 to one fifteen. I think, both days. You know what? I don't like this. You get you get more players. You get more talented players playing in the joint practices that the public. Does the public get to see you? These? Oh yeah. Yep. Okay, they can buy tickets for them. Huh? Yes, you can buy their tickets. Okay, but yeah, preseason as we know it is oh, dead. God, it's it's terrible. it's over. It's, it's terrible. What are they going to bribe? What are they going to bribe the players with to get an eighteen game schedule? Mm, and by the a, way, a, if they do that, they got to start opening on Labor Day weekend. They can't keep going into well. We, end of we talked March. about this. They want to get they want to get the Super Bowl pushed back to the end of February to Feb in in February. So it's what the Sunday before is it Martin Luther King Day now? Because they want they want to build in the Monday holiday, okay, so that you don't have to go to work on Monday, so you can drink even more. Okay, all right. Well, but the yeah. You know, I thought Martin Luther King was the end of January, but I might be wrong. I thought it was I in know. February. I've lost track. Anyway, know. that their goal is to ultimately have it be the Monday is so a holiday. So two weeks into February yeah. at least. So yeah, because they they're so worried about the Labor Day thing because instead of getting a and you know what they'll do, Patrick, they'll threaten the players because that's all what they always yeah, do. Yeah. Instead of giving them something, they'll threaten them. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, who's is D Morris done? Yes, he, he's going to be who replaced. we got. Got to be somebody better than him, right? Somebody, but the trouble is, you can't strike. There's too many they of won't. you. There's too many of you. Too you many can't of them need the paycheck. That's exactly yeah, that's right. right. I mean, look at, you know, Addison. He's already got himself a two hundred thirty thousand dollar car. So yeah. yeah. Well, and and the problem too is you can't strike because there's there's far too many backups who need the money, the paychecks. Oh, sure. Yeah. Where their families don't say, oh yeah, you know what. Think yeah. about the future. They don't care. They're not the uh, plus. 
the product, now it was terrible, okay, the replacement product, mostly because of the quarterbacks, right? Yes. The only thing you can do is have all quarterbacks strike, right? Mm-hmm. That would be, you know, that would be successful. But it's not like baseball because you can have some left guard blocking some other defensive tackle who are both a lower level of player, and it doesn't impact the game. But in baseball, if you can't play, you can't run, you can't, you're out, you're out there. You're, you know, the, 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 the difference in quality mm-hmm. is so obvious that it's, uh, you know, it's, it's just, you know, the, you're naked. I, re- I read a quote from Gene McCarthy. I was researching this. It didn't get in. Uh, but Gene McCarthy, uh, senator played baseball in Watkins and grew up as a kid with the Watkins. They weren't the Clippers then. They are the Clippers now, but up by Stearns County, not in Stearns County, but Meeker County. And he had some quote about, you know, one of his, one of his highfalutin quotes was about the thing about baseball is you're, you know, you're out there naked and there's no one else to blame. (laughs) If, if if you, if you mess up, everybody knows it was you. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's, I've always said that that's, that's that's the difference between ten year olds playing soccer or twelve year olds playing soccer and twelve year olds playing baseball. Yep. You know? As rookie says, when he played soccer he was a pylon. But he played with the Lagos brothers, so he was great. Yep. So he was on a, a very, very, <laughs> a very good, good team. team. But yep. baseball, if you're if your kid strikes out four times, you can't pat him on the back and say, Well, you, gee, you played a good game or today, son. Fails to catch the ball at first base. Yes, that's true. That's another Roycey, aggravant. Oh, yes. Yeah, you need a first baseman that can catch the ball. The other aggravant, the, the one that got me in trouble uh, with my granddaughter who was watching a game with me when I was bad-mouthing Luke's 12-year-old team for their strategy was <laughs> the third baseman. I told you this, didn't I? Runner on third, two outs, and they're holding The guy's standing on the base holding the runner. What? There's two outs. Go back, stand in the hole where they're going to hit the ball and throw them out. That's it. You know, and I'm, I'm complaining. I'm saying, look, this is stupid. You know, come on. And she, my, my granddaughter said, you're never going to, you could never be a coach. You could never be you a think? youth coach. You could, God, kid, what's wrong with you? Did she just recognize this recently? <laughs> oh, I think she, yeah, she hadn't really. This usually, started long before she was born. Usually I'm watching games uh, that she's playing in, not, uh, she's not in the audience. She got stuck going along with it. So Was this in Woodbury or Matamidi, Pat? Uh, Woodbury, yeah. Uh-huh. Woodbury. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Woodbury. Woodbury parents don't. It is interesting to listen to parents. Uh, we, we had a hockey game last year. Uh, a couple of years ago, was it last year? Two years ago, maybe. Laverne, you know, they played against Laverne, and Laverne ended up winning the state. And because Laverne only, they didn't, this was like the B team, Woodbury's 12-year-old B team girls. And Woodbury had second best team in the state, but Laverne was really good. And they beat them. And they, they had five losses that year, and three of them were to Laverne. You know, so that's, doesn't seem a, like a hockey mecca, but it is right. now. But I got beat like nine two, and the excuses were, you know. And I, I'm sitting there biting my tongue. If we had two different goalies, it would have been sixteen to nothing. What are you complaining about? <laughs> so, uh, Grandpa, 
Grandpa, just shut up and stand there and don't say anything. Yeah, especially yeah. on hockey. Oh, ah, I feel like baseball, you got a better chance. Yeah, I feel yeah. like hockey. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Hockey's a dangerous that's one. That's true. What did we, uh, God, it seems like the Vikings are, what they, they've only played once so far. Yeah, right? Seattle Thursday. Yeah, and the team, now we got to wait all the way till Saturday. Yep. It's kind of weird. I know. Who's the third game again then? Cardinals. Remember when we say, ah, nobody will play the third game? Yeah, guess what? Nobody will play any of the games. Yeah, well, it used to be with the four games that the third game would, would be where the starting guys would play a half. You know, the quarterback yeah, right. would play the quarterback a half. Had played day. Sometimes into the third into quarter. The third that's, quarter yeah. that's gone. Yeah, it's just here at least. Just fear of injuries, right? Or do we think we're showing? Something? No, it's fear of injuries. Mm-hmm. And, and now the, these joint practices give you a lot more control. Yeah, like you don't the first the first team guys you want them to get. Situational work. So, like, mm-hmm. in these joint practices, you set up the agenda. So it's safer. It's it's safer and it allows you to, but, to but, work on things. But virtually every one of these controlled practices ends up having a fight, right? Not as much as they used to. Not as much no, as they used to. No, no, no. I read about one last week, though, didn't I? Yeah, but O'Connell's very... Okay. When, when they brought San Francisco here last year for a couple of days, mm-hmm. you know, they said, any fights, you're out. Oh, really? We'll, we'll kick you out of practice. Really? Yes. Okay. The new National Football League. Now, there are some old school guys yeah, still. Yeah. They like the one on Vrabel fights. coming in. Vra- yeah, Vrabel will be interesting. Yeah, it will be. He's a, so were he and O'Connell teammates with the Patriots then when, when he was drafted? Because uh, O'Connell was drafted O'Connell, what, away. Did O'Connell ever get in a game for the Patriots? I don't, don't think, think he did, so. Did no. Did no, he, he ever get in a game anywhere? Uh, no, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. No, because he was what? I think the last team to cut him was uh, the Jets. Yeah, he uh, he might have been standing there in the side. Well, he probably got to play in the controlled scrimmage if he was a third uh, quarterback. Yes, yes, and I'm sure he played in preseason games back then uh, behind Brady. But that that's about it. So uh, help me out here. Who is our is our uh, is our quarterback in New England still a short guy? Uh, Matt Jones. Yes, Mac Jones. Matt Jones. Is yep. Mac Jones. Okay. Yep. So 2008. Yes, 2008 was Vrabel's last year with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So he and Kevin are, I don't know, they're buddies, but they play together. I have uh, i have found something that I think is going to work on Twitter. Rampant praise for Jordan Love. I think uh, oh, God, that is yeah. how great he looks. Yeah. I said, could be the best quarterback in the, in the, in the division by uh, October. He so, was getting praise for his, what, series or two against yeah, the Bengals? Yeah, right. Threw a touchdown pass? Yeah, he threw for 40 yards, Yeah, but I saw that. I don't know. I, the best was was Sean Payton playing Russell Wilson a ton. Oh, really? That was kind of a message to him. He threw like 14 passes. Oh, the, really? Oh, yeah. He, I think Payton's afraid that Russell might be washed up. He's not sure. Yeah. So he's going to— Plus, he's also exercising control, right? Yeah. I mean, Rus, Russell came in last year and was running the— and brought Operation. all his people. Yeah. He brought all his peeps. Yeah. And I, I think that uh, he's he's uh, he's a beauty. He's one of my all-time favorite coaches, Peyton. Oh, he's up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he's a miserable. I mean, he's ego, not that far from a Zimmer. A raving egomaniac. It's too bad he never wound up in Dallas. That would have been beautiful. Well, how how about here in what, eight in in before the Diggs catch where he started to do the skull chant to oh, mock yeah. the Vikings? Yeah, right. All-timer. <laughs> yes. I think one of the great upsets in the NFL is that McCarthy's still coaching in Dallas, don't you? Yes. It's 
This what, is the new Jerry Jones. What What is it? Because he's too cheap to get rid of him, or yeah, what? You know, Jerry. He has not won a. He has not made a conference final since they beat Brad Johnson, right? Since they beat so Cowboys. He, Cowboys. Oh, Cowboys. oh, 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 the Cowboys. Cowboys. Oh, yeah, the Cowboys, Cowboys goes back to the nineties. I think it was when they McCarthy's played. last. Uh, last hurrah was the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. With the Packers. But yeah, they, the, the Cowboy, yeah, Jerry Jones has not. I mean, there's no way this guy would have survived Jerry three, well, four years ago. Jerry's son has a lot of control now, and okay. I think he's sane. Okay. So I think he tries to stop the old man from being nuts. But yeah, I, I agree. Well, and McCarthy's going to call plays now. That's the other thing. Wow, yeah, right. They blew out Declan's guy, Kellen Moore, who's in, uh, with the Chargers now. I don't blow him out. He he left. I think they he left. I think they. I I don't follow. Yeah, he was the hot ticket to be a young coach someplace. I think McCarthy. Who ended up in Arizona? Uh, Gannon, Jonathan Gannon, who was an assistant coach, who was like a a a DB's coach here. No, here for Zimmer, and then went to Philadelphia. Okay, wow. And I think he was the both coordinators from Philly got jobs. The OC went to (laughs) to Indianapolis. The DC went to. Kingsbury is my favorite all-time coach. He gets fired, and he goes to Thailand on a one-way ticket. Yep. We haven't found him yet, right? Yes. Did Did you watch the Manziel documentary on Netflix? I yet? haven't. I got to watch it. You got to watch it because Kingsbury plays a huge role from his time there. Yeah. As OC, um, it's pretty. Oh, does he? Yeah, yeah. He's he's on there a lot. Yo, know, Johnny certifiably nuts. Yeah, yeah. Johnny's got uh, Johnny said he's bipolar. People he still give me hell for writing, we should draft Manziel. I didn't do it because he was good. I did it because I wanted him. It was, you know, I wanted well, him to get, I wanted him to be a crazier version of Tommy Kramer. It would have been great. Glazer reported that night that the Vikings made an effort to move up. Wow. And take him. Wow. And the Cowboys passed. That's another non-Jerry Jerry thing. Yeah. The Cowboys passed on him, and yeah. he thought he was going there. But, yeah, he... uh Part of this documentary, he said he has been diagnosed as bipolar. Well, and he's I mean, doing nothing now. All right, there was this. These, uh, I, it was Pat Fisher. You know Pat Fisher, the camera guy, great guy. Yeah, it was his son. I believe it was his son. He told me this story, and they were doing spring break in uh, Arizona. They went to he and a bunch of his buddies from I don't know where he went to school, Mankato, someplace. They were down there partying. They ran into Manziel. They ran into Manziel one night in the bar. They drank with Manziel. They got in a cab. They both they rolled into a cab. They were just, you know, they they were way overserved. Yep. Even more overserved than they planned to become overserved, right? Yep. And they went back to their hotel. And Johnny was in the cab going back to some other hotel. Nine o'clock the next morning. Somebody's pounding on their hotel room door, and they're in there sleeping, and, you know, under, it's Manziel saying, come on, you SOBs, let's go hit it, come on. <laughs> See, wow. He's waking them up at 9 in the morning or 9.30 in the morning to go back out after it. So, uh, yeah, he had a little bit of a substance abuse problem. Yes. Remember the guy that got, who's the guy, who's the twins, the Fourth overall draft choice, the the pitcher who was from A&M. Cole Stewart? Yes, Cole Stewart. And at his introductory press conference, because he was almost going to go to A&M, right? Yep. To be a quarterback. That is correct, yeah. Because he was going to go to A&M. And 
I said, uh, I asked him a question about Johnny being crazy, you know, or, or just Johnny being out of control or something. He got very offended. He's a great, he's a great fella because Johnny was like his host when he came uh, there. Oh, well, I'm sure he had a great yeah, time. Cole's, I defend Johnny too. Cole's, well, Cole seemed like a straight arrow, but Cole was not was not happy because Johnny hadn't gone because he played after that, you know. He but this was like the year before he was. Uh, you know, I don't know if he was the Heisman Trophy winner or not, but Johnny had created a, you know, a storm, and Cole Stewart got very offended by the, uh, the the tone of the Johnny question at his uh, his opening press conference. Cole didn't quite work out like we hoped for the uh, fourth overall pick. The first three in that draft were like all studs, right? Weren't they? I think sounds right. They they missed a lot of those draft picks. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, the worst ever was. Uh, they took the left-handed reliever. Tyler from, J. Yeah, Tyler yeah, J, was, the left-handed reliever bad. from Illinois. I was actually was at bad. the Big Ten tournament the year I was played at Target Field when that and, and saw Tyler J. Yes, yeah. he was a reliever. Ohio yeah. State, right? No, Illinois. 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 And, yeah, he's uh, playing here. And uh, all the scouts, Billy Milas and all my buddies said, Benintendi, take Benintendi, best college player in the country. And they didn't take him, and Boston took him next. I think Boston was he. Yeah, Boston was Red his Sox. original team. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. After uh, Cole Stewart mm. in 2013 went four, it went Clint Frazier to the Guardians, uh, Colin Moran for the Marlins, uh, Hunter Dozier was in that draft at eight. Austin Meadows was nine. That yeah. would have been who was uh, one. one, two, three though. Mark Appel went one. Yes. And then yeah, Chris Br- and then Chris Bryant and uh, John Gray pitcher. Yeah. 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 Chris Bryant would have been. He would have. There's a guy, boy, that was well-spent money by Colorado, didn't he? Oh, he, That's a guy that he's spent, played about 30 games. What happened there? I know, he's played about 30 games a year. He Once in a while, he pops up in their lineup. I don't no, know. No, I know, retired. but I thought he was in for a... Oh, he's awful. You that know. team's awful. There's 30-some oh, games under 500. I know. So uh, the uh, I did a huge piece on the uh, State Amateur Baseball Tournament. That's uh, great. They have a new uh, system where the... I think the Class B attendance is not going to be too good because they got city teams, sixteen city teams playing. So the class, in, in, so A A does no longer exist. Okay, so we're not going to get inside the Beltway now. Is that no? That's gone. That's okay. gone. You can. It's thirty miles, which means in the Twin Cities yeah. you can get it. But it used to be like anyway. Bloomington, right? Yeah, they, they uh, six ninety four nine four. No, but I'm saying the the Class A tournament was a lot of times yeah, at Bloomington, Haddock's Field, and, and then uh, lately it was up at St. Anthony. Okay, but. Uh, Okay. Yeah, but it's it's gone, and it's because they were losing teams. And B's, the, every every team fights not to get into B. You know, Jordan's in an A, and B is C, which is ridiculous in some of these other places. But uh, I tell you, I went out to Delano just to try to take a picture that was a photo that was from this century, you know, and uh, and just the other God is that ballpark great? Oh, you got to get out there. What's one that you took me to a few years ago? The state tournament was at out west. Oh yeah, they're all of them are Green Isle. Maybe I don't know which one. Yeah, uh, no, because we broadcast from Green Isle. There was yeah. another, there was another one where we watched part of a game from a deck. Oh yeah, well Delano could have might been. have been Delano. Delano, Delano. They got four hosts. Wilconia is only hosting the first weekend. Yeah, but uh, for B B games, but. Uh, Delano, which is a, now the best ballpark in the state, I'd say, and then Dassel and uh, Litchfield are the other hosts. But they're they're in love with this Highway Twelve 
corridor, 55 corridor. That That's where they draw people. It could be some dangerous driving. Mm-hmm. The Highway 12 corridor. Yes. You got to be heads up. Oh, yeah, you do. You do. But it's, uh, you know, they're, they're, uh, they, they had a, uh, they had a reveal show on their, uh, YouTube channel I saw last night. Yeah. It, uh, didn't quite have the same production values as, say, the NCAA Big Dance Revelation. Did they have some technical <laughs> we, glitches? We had some, uh, yeah, we had some, uh, we had some glitches, but that's okay. What the hell? I mean, YouTube is, yeah, it's huge, great. right? The yeah, YouTube channel. Absolutely. Explain that to me. Doc, Declan, explain well, yeah, that to me. Yeah, let Declan explain that. What's that? How can YouTube have that much space? That much bandwidth? Bandwidth. How could that how could it be possible? You can find everything in the history of the world on there. Yeah, I don't I mean the the weird thing about YouTube is I mean it launched in like two thousand five and I remember using it in middle school, high school, and that was, you know, ten plus years ago. And the first, I remember the first thing, I think you'll, you might appreciate this, Pat. The first ring I used YouTube for was I was about 14, 15, and I discovered that you can throw wiffle ball pitches, you know, all sorts of oh, ways. Oh, really? Like the traditional, really? traditional <laughs> wiffle ball, you know, mm-hmm. just the holes in the half side. And I probably spent two weeks in a, on a summer vacation with my neighborhood best friend learning how to throw all sorts of sliders and slur balls and screw balls and risers, all from YouTube. The worst thing, though, that's happened on YouTube is the uh, in order to get hits, they put this crazy. They kill off virtually everybody to get you to, you know, go look at it, and then yeah. the person's not dead, you know. But, it, <laughs> oh. but they they have a voice saying, uh, yeah. you know, that I saw it again last night on somebody. I mean, I, I told you guys earlier that Bocelli, the the tenor, yeah, was coming to town, and I'm, you know, we went and saw him in Milwaukee and. And I looked him up, and there were two, three different ones telling us how he was, he died. And, and he wasn't dead No, at all. no, he was making, doing on his thing. They just do it. it. They just, internet, they just baby. do it to get hits. The internet, but man. That, but your story was a great story. If, if you've not read that in, in the Star Tribune, it was a great long-form column slash feature. How's the, uh, how, uh, the hail, did you get the hail in uh, yeah. St. Louis Park? Yeah. I just avoided it in Woodbury. And did it wasn't you? that, it wasn't where I was. I got hit by it. Just a I had to run bit. in from the car. No. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, I was being. Uh, How many uh, calls have you gotten since wanting to repair your roof? Zero for me. Really? I get about, I was getting about three a day beforehand. Yeah. Now I've got eight or nine. And then also the guy coming up and. Wanting to, yeah, I'm in your neighborhood. I know somebody there must have, I got a roof about five years ago, very expensive, with a 50-year guarantee. Mm-hmm. So that's good for me till I'm 123. Yep. So I, I don't need a roof. Uh, but Well, you uh, might at 124. Yeah, right. But they, they're, they're unbelievable. I've, I've now gotten to the point where an unknown caller calls and I answer, and I don't want a roof. Bye-bye. You know, unbelievable. Dawn gets a lot of calls that she just um, sends to, you know. Yeah. But, but, but with, these guys, with these guys, if you block them, it doesn't make any difference. They call back from some other number. So they get some other number and call you back. What else we got? Are we done here? Yeah, I think we're done. Alrighty. I think that's it. Oh, so should mention the Garage Logic uh, 30th anniversary tonight at uh, Shanassan Dinner Theater. Nice. Uh, Such is, uh, you going? Yeah, I'm going to go, I guess. 
Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm out in the audience. I got nothing to do You're with that. You're not going to sit up there. Okay. I got nothing to do with that show. I filled in one time. They almost stormed the building because I, uh, I made a little fun of uh, what was some right what was more philosophy. controversial that time or the time that that you you went on uh, on um, FM one hundred and seven and said Melissa McCarthy not being fat was <laughs> that, no fun because yeah, she was funny. She was she a was lot fat. funnier when you've she not was been fat. asked since then. I haven't. You've been, I've been on a couple of times, but, you've not, been but asked not, back. A live, <laughs> yeah. not a live appearance. That was the end of me. Not in that role. And and uh, they they said, oh, it just hasn't worked out. And I said, come on, admit it. I said Melissa McCarthy was funnier than she when she was fat, mm-hmm. which is a known fact. It's not. It's not disputable. It's not disputable. Hey, on Score North, you're fine. Yeah, right. I ain't going to yeah. correct you. Yeah. So, All anyway. Right. All right.